How comforting to know that God's presence is with us in every circumstance in our life. From being thrown into a pit, sold and treated as a slave, to being elevated to second in command in the kingdom of Egypt, everything good in Joseph's life was connected to God's presence. Today, on Enjoying the Journey, Scott Pauley leads us through a study on the life of Joseph where we will learn how to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. And Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound, and he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph. Uh, today, we're, we're going to the jail. That's where we're going. We have a prison ministry today. Uh, this is really for our benefit. It's for our instruction. The prison became God's classroom, not just for Joseph, but for all of us. So go with me today, would you please, in your sanctified imagination, and put yourself in Joseph's sandals. I go back thousands of years in history and halfway around the world to ancient Egypt. And I want you to sit down with Joseph in the prison. That's where he is geographically, circumstantially, but that's not really where he is. Let me tell you where he really is. He's in the presence of God. In fact, when you come to the New Testament, did you ever notice that when Paul writes to the New Testament churches, he writes his letters, his epistles, almost without exception, he addresses them as being the believers at Philippi in Christ Jesus, uh, at Colossae in Christ. What's he doing? He is giving them both of their locations. Simultaneously, you're living in two worlds at the same time. You're living in this world that we see, in this world that we, we sense and feel and experience day by day. It's not always pleasant, is it? Sometimes it's downright painful. But at the same time, if you're a believer, the Bible says that you are seated with Christ in heavenly places. So you're here and you're there at the same time. Now, here's the secret. Here's the secret to, to life in the prison. Here's the secret to liberty even in the prison. You have to learn that you are not really bound by that prison, that you are not bound by uh, the circumstances, that you are not bound by your geography, not if you're in Christ. No, you are living in the presence of God, and it is the most wonderful place on earth to live. I noticed today that the Bible references here Joseph's master, and we understand that it's a reference to, to Potiphar who got angry and listened to his wife and threw Joseph in the prison. But might I say to you, Joseph had a higher master, the master with the capital M, and that's the Lord God. And the prison, the prison is not the end of the story. You see, some of you listening to me today, you feel like you're in prison. You feel like you're bound up and you're, you're stuck. You can't get out of this situation. You don't know how it's ever going to open the the cell door seems to have slammed shut on you, and it's tight, and there's no moving forward. I just want to remind you something. God is bigger than that prison. In fact, in the New Testament, God very often opened prison doors. You remember that midnight meeting in Philippi where they sang and gave praise to God, and the Lord opened those jailhouse doors. Yes, God knows right where you are even in the prison. And God can get you out of the prison, yes, and eventually you'll come out of that prison, Joseph, but until then, here's where we're living. We're living between times, in the in-between times of life, in the parenthesis of life. Don't, don't miss this. The Lord is with you in that prison 
right where you are. Uh, you, you are not bound. You are free in Christ. Just this morning, I was reading devotionally in the book of James, and I came to an expression I don't know that I've ever paid much attention to. It's, a, it's an expression that describes the Bible. It describes the, the Holy Scriptures for us. And here's the way James references the Scriptures. He calls it the perfect law of liberty. Now, we know we're living in a world of laws, uh, but those laws are not always perfect. In fact, very often they're not perfect at all. But there is one perfect law. Whose law is that? That's God's law. And then, this is fascinating, James calls it the perfect law of liberty. Oh, wait a minute, I didn't think law and, and uh, liberty always went together. In fact, sometimes you break the law, you go to jail. Oh, my friend, God's law always leads to liberty and not to bondage. God's law always brings freedom. And may I say to you, the word of God is what kept Joseph while he was in the prison. In fact, later in our study, I'm going to show you in the Psalms, the Bible says that the Lord sent his word to Joseph in that prison. And so I really believe this. I believe God was speaking to Joseph in that prison. I believe the Lord was, was teaching Joseph in that prison. And I believe this. I believe wherever you are today, whatever prison you're living in at this moment, God is speaking to you there as well. There will come a moment that the door will open. There will come a moment that you will come out of the prison. The, the story of Joseph does not end in Genesis 39. It's really just getting started good there. So your story is not over either. But please don't miss this. For the season that God has you in that prison, God is working and God is speaking. It's interesting, but if you skip Genesis chapter 40 and come to Genesis chapter 41 and verse 1, it says, And it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh dreamed. Now that was the dream that was going to get Joseph out of the prison, right? So ponder this a moment. We just read this and go right on. At the end of two full years, Pharaoh has his dream. No, no. Do you understand what God is saying in Genesis 41 verse 1? Joseph had to sit in that prison for two full years. We don't understand God's timetable. You see, God's not bound by time. We're the ones who live in time. We're marking time. The eternal God is outside of time. He holds time in the palm of his hand. He sees the end from the beginning. And the Bible says he makes everything beautiful in his time. So I cannot tell you how long you're going to be in that prison. I have no idea how long you're going to be in the circumstance you're in right now. But I know this. I know that the Lord's time is perfect. And whatever time God lets you sit in that prison is simply time where he's trying to teach you. I say again, the jail is God's classroom. The prison was God's pulpit. And God was maturing Joseph, caring for Joseph, developing Joseph, making Joseph into not the boy that belonged to Jacob, but the man that belonged to God, the man that was going to be mightily used of God to deliver an entire nation and to minister to his whole family. See, when you come out of that prison on the other side, you are coming out a different person. And here's what you're going to come out with. You're going to come out with an even deepened conviction and consciousness that the Lord really is with you. You know, the Apostle Paul said that we comfort those who are in any trouble with the same comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Do you realize how easy it would have been for Joseph to have become a hard man, a harsh man even? Do you know how easy it would have been for Joseph to have become so cynical and so critical that when his brothers showed up, he just really made it hard on them and made them suffer? And yet he doesn't. 
What do we find in Joseph's latter days? Tenderness, tears, uh, an openness. Do you know where he got all of that? I believe the Lord put it in him. And I'm convinced that some of that came through this season in his life where God was tilling up the soil of his heart, bringing him to nothing so he could teach him everything. Oh, dear one, the, the very thing you're dealing with right now may very well be the means of God bringing you to a greater understanding of his presence and a greater usefulness in the lives of other people. Just keep serving the Lord in your difficulty. Keep putting one foot in front of another. Keep moving forward in the mercy and the favor of Almighty God because the Lord is not yet finished with you. And yes, the Lord is with you. We're coming right back to these verses in our next study. I hope you'll meditate on the last verses of Genesis 39. And I'll begin in our next time together to give you some practical things you can do right where you are. Until then, meditate on this. The Lord is with you, even in the prison. Too many times we compartmentalize our faith to a single day of the week, often Sunday. But the Lord desires for us to live in His presence daily. And oh, what joy we find in the Lord's presence. You can learn more about living in God's presence by visiting enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph. There, you will find information about Scott's book entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. You can download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. We really believe that the Lord will use this book to help you learn how to live in God's presence. We look forward to having you with us next time on Enjoying the Journey.